Our next partner has a product I use literally every day. I started taking AG1 because I have a hard time sleeping at night. So what is the stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients helps support better sleep quality and recovery. It's one thing you can do every single day and costs you less than $3 a day. So it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com emerging. Again, that is athleticgreens.com emerging to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Now here's the best Stay Tuned Sports Podcast. And hello there, all you Stay Tuners. Welcome back to another episode of Stay Tuned Sports. It's your good friend Jimbo here. Back after taking a week off. Had to help my little guy, my my, my little puppy. Had to have a little knee surgery. Um, he's doing well. He's already trying to bounce back and, and wants to... to uh, Russell around already, but um, can't do that just yet. Um, I mean, nothing really big happened last week, anyways, as far as sports related. There are a couple stories I'm going to touch on from last week, as well as some that happened earlier this week. Um, but before we get into the show here, head over to staytunesports.net for so you can follow all of our social media accounts there: um, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Uh, you're going to want to start following them because I actually, the wife bought me a new webcam. So I'm going to start try to start doing some live shows. I know um, me and her have been doing the the hot ones past couple months, you know, just trying it out. And we will be doing that again uh, in another week or two. Because, um, like I said, that was, that's pretty fun. So you guys want to make sure you tune in because we'll, we'll take your questions and I'll eat a hot one. Hot wing. <laughs> um, but also, the other thing, too, is uh, I'm actually... So today, it's Wednesday. I'm recording right now. Monday started my uh, four days a week of racing. Um, I racing. I'm racing Monday nights with TNR, uh, the Cup Series League. Um, and Tuesdays, I'm over with ITRL, uh, racing the ARCA cars, which are pretty fun. Um, drive like a boat, but... They're, they're, they're fun. Uh, Wednesday nights is the Super Speedway. Definitely always want to tune into those on 3Y TV, as well as Friday nights is the State Tune Sports Podcast Truck Series. Raced Friday night. Didn't do bad, but, you know, I could have been better. Just like the past couple weeks, I, I got down a couple laps. And, uh, as I got closer to the, the finish, you know, I decided to pull it behind the wall so I didn't really mess up anybody's um, race. Um, kind of almost did with Nathan Maurer. I was trying to get out of the way so that they could lap me. Um, I was already down three, four, five laps, something like that. And uh, 
I had a little brain fart. I, I said I was going to go into the pit, and here it wasn't turn three and four. It was turn one and two, and, you know, kind of screwed him up, which if, uh, Nate, you're listening, I'm sorry about that. Um, I mean, really, ever since Daytona, uh, Daytona, the first race, I really haven't caused any major uh, issues. But um, but this week we are at uh, Daytona Road Course. Um, Got to get some practice time in there because we had a change from uh, the Chicago Street Course, which NASCAR uh, announced this past week, I think last night was, um, that they will be going there next year with the cars. Um, just from practicing a little bit there, um, I think it's going to be interesting. You know, it's definitely a tough course. Definitely not your typical road course. I mean, it's sharper turns. Um, so it's definitely going to be interesting to see the cars there. Um, I watched a little bit of NASCAR this past Sunday. It was a good race. Um, one funny incident was uh, the number three, and I think uh, Kozlowski... Caution came out and Kozlowski just lost his mind and just started smashing into the number three car. And to this point, I still don't know why. I mean, even the announcers try to look for a maybe an issue that may have happened leading up to that, and no one could figure it out. So, you know, curious if there was any suspensions or penalties for that little bit of uh, incident there. But, um, so yeah, make sure you guys tune in Friday night. 3Wide TV over on YouTube for Stay Tuned Sports podcast truck series. Um, so Monday, I, I think I believe it was Monday, Sunday or Monday, uh, came across ESPN. Actually, no, Saturday night because I was sitting down at the the bar here at my house, um, watching TV, and ESPN. I think there was fights on or something like that. I was watching, and uh, saw come across the, the ticker, Juan Soto. Declines a $440 million contract. And I'm like, I mean, I know I'm drinking and everything, but like, don't think I'm that drunk that someone would turn down that much money, would they? So I sat here and I waited till it comes back around. And here, yeah, he turned down a 15 year, $440 million contract. These baseball players are just getting insane. And the person, the first person that I, I, I blame is A Rod. He was the first one to really start this whole $100 million contracts, and now we're up to $440 million. And it won't be long before you see $500 million contracts. Um, excuse me. Like, okay, yes, I, I understand it's a 15 year contract. That's pretty much going to be your career. Um, yes, the Nationals aren't that great right now. But. You know, he, he's a young player. And 15 years, like I say, I know it's a long time. But you have a chance of being a cornerstone of a franchise that they could build around. You know, if, if the Nationals trade him away or, or let him walk, um, they're pretty much going to be in a rebuild mode. Now, he can't walk till after the 2024 season. So he still has another year with the Nationals. And they're playing their cards right by saying they're not going to trade him away. I mean, why would you trade him away right now when you still have him under contract for another year? But the only thing I could possibly think of why someone would turn down this type of money is he's just tired of losing. And I can't blame him. 
you know. But and maybe you know he sees what happened to Mike Trout. Mike Trout's never going to win a championship, and he's stuck with the the Angels until that contract's up. And by that point, he may be on the decline. Um, Soto, I mean, to pry him away from the Nationals, it's going to take a shit ton of, of draft capital, um, young players, prospects, everything. I mean, just my using my experience from watching the Machado. Um, trade with the Orioles and the Dodgers. They got a lot of draft picks and a lot of players back. And you look at how the O's are playing this year. They were supposed to be not that great again. They just got done with a what, 11 or 12 game win streak towards the end of last week. And they're going back and forth now. Um... Now, granted, I, I know I've been bitching about their salary cap, how they're not spending. But they have all their young guys, their their draft picks coming up through now. They're start, starting to play good and are probably towards the end of their contracts, their rookie contracts. So they got the money now to sign them back up. And if Soto could just last another two, three more years... As long as the Nationals draft well, bring up their players through the farm system uh, the right way, then Soto shouldn't worry about losing so much. Deal with losing now, and you'll you'll get paid in you know in the end, money wise, and hopefully championships. Um, but yeah, when I saw that, I just could not believe he passed on four hundred forty million dollars. Now, granted, even if he were to sign that contract, he's obviously one of the younger, um, more noticeable players. That contract would have ranked him 15th among the players' uh, salaries for this this year. But again, you look at the O's, who aren't spending their salary, and now they're starting to see the dividends uh, of it. Now, let me take a little sidestep here. I'm not saying the O's are going to win the World Series this year. I don't even think they're going to make the, the playoffs. But it gives a little glimmer of hope of next season, maybe the season after that. And I think that's where, that's what Soto's got to think about right now is where is he going to go and make $440 million. <laughs> Another uh, thing that happened uh, last week, I think it was, uh, UFC was inducting their um, Hall of Famers last week or the week before it was. Daniel Cromie got inducted. Habib Nurmagomedov. Nur- Nur- I don't know why I've, I try to say his name. I can never pronounce it right. Um, but Habib all got inducted into the Hall of Fame. And I was surprised that the UFC did not strip Daniel Cromie of his jacket when he finally admitted that he did use the towel to make weight against Anthony Johnson a couple years back. I mean, everybody could see that he's pushing down on a towel. Uh, Before he did that, he was a pound and a half overweight. Um, And then a minute later comes in and he's dead on. Uh, Anthony Johnson ended up losing that fight. Cromier got to retain the belt. 
Here's what, where I really have an issue with Chromier. In a, uh, I believe I believe during one of his shows with uh, Ariel Holani, he admitted that he still cannot get over the fact that John Jones cheated. And quote, I consider him a cheater. How can you call John Jones a cheater? Which obviously he did. You know he. Uh, he broke the rules um, and how can you call him a cheater when you did pretty much the same thing you knew the rules you knew you weren't allowed to push down the towel you knew you weren't allowed to hold yourself up with that towel which by the way made um, the athletic commissions change some of the rules now they have to put um, it's like a like a shower curtain around you for that to uh, to, to do away with the towel um, so it, he's a hypocrite and you know what like over the past couple of years I just can't stand him commentating anymore I know some people don't like Michael Bisping for how he commentates but I think he's one of the best out there um, I do like how they UFC does bring in these fighters uh, who retire to do commentating because you're, you're getting the you're getting two sides of it. You're getting it from the fan perspective, but also someone who, who's been in that octagon and knows what the, the fighter's setting up or trying to do there. Um, but him, I, I just can't stand no more. I, I like Michael Bisping. I like uh, Felder. I think those two guys are pretty good. But Cronier... And with this comment now, you know, that he can't get over that John Jones is a cheater, just not. I just I just can't stand him no more. Speaking of UFC commentators, too. Yeah, it was two weeks ago because the uh, Donase fight happened. And once again, I mean, he came out to a awesome entrance. Came out as The Undertaker. Uh, had the hat on, the urn, all that stuff. And put on a shit show. Uh, very boring and you know I, I know I was off last week I can't remember if I talked about this fight two weeks ago but very boring typical say fight like past few fights and Joe Rogan has taken exception to it <clears throat> by telling Dana White I like the kid but don't ever put me on pay-per-view with him until he starts showing some action and he's right, because the other thing Rogan said was, I cannot commentate a fight when there's no action. He just doesn't know what to do. And that's what we listen for, like I just said about Bisping. Uh, if you're just dancing around and walk around and a little jab here, a little jab there, how are you supposed to commentate that? You might as well just not pay the commentator and tell them to go home and just have no sound. Now this next fight, if this next fight doesn't make him have some action then I don't know what's going to happen but Alex Pereira who is the one who knocked out Israel Adonisei in kickboxing is up for the title and I'll tell you what watching him um, on the same card fight Sean Strickland I mean he just destroyed him with the knockout um, I, like, I like this guy if he just sticks to his game plan I think we may see a new champion. 
And when we see a new champion, maybe we'll see a new Israel Adonase. Maybe we'll see someone who's going to push the, the, the envelope a little bit and start coming a little forward. A little Philadelphia 76ers news here. Um, James Harden coming out saying he's not too worried about the, the contract situation right now. Matters of fact, he came out and said that he went to the GM and told him, go sign who you got to sign. I want to win a championship here and whatever's left over, I'll take. Now, on one aspect, you know, that's a PR move to me. Um, you know, I'm a team player. Uh, I, I don't want this distraction no more, blah, blah. But say you're offering him $40 million a year and you have $58 million in cap space. Now you just set yourself up because he will come out and say, well, I want $58 million. I told you to go out and get the guys. You got the guys, and I, I would take whatever's left over, and 58's left over. That's just not the right thing, I, th I think, to do. I think they should have signed Harden now. You know, I think they got the players. Um, they need it. You know, Joel Mbidey came out and said, that he, you know, we need some tougher guys, so they went out and got P.J. Tucker. Um, got some depth. With Daniel House and DeAnthony Milton. And they got some young guys there. And let's also not forget. Harden came to Philly. Halfway through the season. So I think with the, an off season here with all the guys. Practicing all that. I think we're going to see a lot different 76ers team. Than what we've seen uh, last season and I, I think this is when you want to start signing him now because w once you get all the holes filled and Harden sees how much more money is left over than what he was expecting he's going to ask for more and then it's going to be tough and then what do you do do you trade him you know halfway through the season because this is it this is his last year of the contract I mean he's saying all the right things I want to play in Philly I want to be here but all players say that. I think Harden and Ambiti are a, a good duo. And if I was the Sixers right now, I would I would sign him to maybe a couple million more than what he was asking for, and then go out and fill the the spots up. So before we go, um, I know it's been a couple of weeks since we did this, but I'm going to do a hot minute take on Dana White giving out $250,000 to a YouTuber for his birthday. So on average, if you take the championship fighters out of it, most of these UFC, UFC fighters only break ten dollars to $15,000 a fight. They fight three times a year, four times a year. That's about, you know, forty-five to sixty thousand dollars a year. I make close to that much money, and I'm not getting punched in the head. Moves like this is why I think they should make a union. And there's some fighters I saw come out on Twitter and say, "When are we start a union?" He keeps making these moves like this, 
and UFC is going to be back to how they were 20 years ago. And BKFC will be back above, well, it won't be back, but will take over UFC like I, I thought they would have. Dana White is going to kill what UFC has built up to be. And all over stupid, stupid moves. So that was our hot minute take there. Um, yeah, I saw it when I saw that. I couldn't believe he pulled something like that. Just stupid, idiotic moves like that is what's going to end the UFC. So I think that's going to be it for this week. Make sure you head over to staytunesports.net so you can follow all of our, all of our social media accounts. Um, if you want to help support the show, head over to www.buymeacoffee.com slash stsports. Just another way to show your support. But you definitely want to follow those social social media accounts. Um, me and actually King were just trying, before I came on, on the show here, we're trying to set up something to get back together. Have me and him back on the show here, especially with football season coming up. A lot of topics that me and him will want to talk about. So hopefully in the coming weeks, uh, we'll have him back on the show. And you guys could stop being bored with my voice. <laughs> so till next week, this is your good friend Jimbo, signing out.